Welcome to episode 3 of the Wonderful World of Mouse. I'm glad you could join us today. I have a special guest who will be joining me quite often, my sister Brooke. Hey guys, what's up? And Brooke's going to help me go over today our topic of the parks, the different lands in the Magic Kingdom Park. And we're going to rank them in order of what our favorite section of Magic Kingdom is based off a few different things. So I'm sure our lists are going to be quite different. Um, she's not really into the thrill rides as much as a lot of the other stuff, so her list will probably be slightly different than mine, I assume. So we're going to get it right out the gate, and I'm going to say, uh, what's your favorite land or portion of Magic Kingdom? Well, I kind of sectioned it off into, I did, I ranked my fantasy land as my first land. I'd have to say my overall favorite part of the park coming in at number one would be Main Street USA. And because I ranked it number one, it's the reason why I ranked it number one was because it has the old timey feel and it's just got that very classy, elegant kind of style to it. And I really like that. And I liked how when you go into the park, it's just you feel like you're at Disney because you see the castle, you see the lights, you see people walking up and down the street, taking pictures in front of the castle. And it just makes you feel like when you think about going to Disney, that's Disney to me is seeing the castle. Okay, that's a good argument you made. So I, I have that at number two. Okay. The only reason I have it at number two is because there's not really an attraction ride on Main Street. But I get what you're saying. Um, you do have the Walt Disney World Railroad, I guess, technically, at the top when you come in that you could ride. But this section does have, I think, the best food options in the park overall. Like, as a whole. I'm not saying that my favorite food is in Main Street, but it has a, it has a lot. It has Casey's Corner, where you can get the hot dogs. It has the Plaza Restaurant. It has Tony's Town Square. And it has the Main Street Bakery, which you've been to plenty of times at midnight when you're waiting in line on the way out. Um, and the ice cream parlor, which are all together. So there's a lot of food options. Um, you also can meet Mickey Mouse and Tinkerbell in Main Street, which that's is cool. Obviously, my favorite is meet Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so that's a big thing. You know, that's what Disney's about. And then there's the there's actually a barbershop over there that we've never been to. I don't know if you've ever seen it over really? in the corner. Yeah. You can schedule a haircut if you want. Or oh, I think I heard that. I never really looked to see if, where it's at, though. And then there's the... It only has one shop listed, but it's the Emporium. So that's not one shop. That's like five shops, it feels it's like. It's like a mile long, yeah. it feels like. So that, that, and that store is like the Disney store to shop at. Like you can get lost in there for hours. So I like Main Street. And then, of course, you have the castle and all the shows at the castles. And I guess you would put the fireworks... And the parade is but counting. But you did not rank it as your number one. It did not. Because I need... I personally... And, and maybe if this is your first time at Disney, then I guess I would rank it as number one. Because that, that experience, like you said, when you get to go in. But, but it's not just about the experience going in. It's the experience leaving. And when Mickey you cry. is saying, Huh, see you real soon. That makes you just want to tear up and not want to leave that spot right there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you tear up every time. You don't want to tear up. 
So, so mine was Fantasyland, which you have as your favorite land, so that's your number two technically, but we both agree on that, and that's because they actually, they redid it not too long back, and it's got so much stuff in it. Yeah. And I think it has something for everybody. Yeah. Because there's Peter Pan, you have a little mermaid ride under the sea, it's a small world, seven doors roller coaster if you like a little more thrill of a ride um the carousel which i've never ridden neither so, have I. um and they just added the sword and the stone that you can try to pull out from oh. in front of the carousel well i actually ranked my because fantasy land is my uh top of the lands um so i actually ranked my top three rides uh, because I'm not into the thrill so much, the, like the thrill seeker, yeah. fast paced rides. So I thought I put my top three rides on here, and I ranked it as Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Um, I like that one because it's just an overall <coughs> classic Disney experience. One of the top Disney movies out there. And that's fairly new, and it has those cool animatronics at the end that are, like, real digital. Ariel and Eric look really real yeah. at the end of that ride, and so does that big Ursula. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's cool. And I put at number two Peter Pan's Flight. I really like that one, even though I did almost injure myself trying to get onto <laughs> it. <laughs> so the ride, when you go to step onto the ride, it's got, like, a conveyor belt that you step on to get into the seat and I went to step on it and they were actually stopping it to let um, someone that was handicapped get on and I stepped and as I stepped in I fell completely on my knees scraping up my knees and almost hitting my throat on the seat belt there but so the moral moral of that is be very prepared when you're going to step on that ride Accidents will happen. But it did come in at number two because that is a really cool experience. You feel like you're actually flying. Everything, the the whole ride's below you. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, The only thing that I don't like about it is the unknown darkness (laughs) underneath (laughs) you. But uh, at number three, I did... Picking number three was kind of hard for me because there's a lot of different options I really like over in the area, but I picked this one, even though I've only been on it maybe twice. I picked it because my son, he's three, and he likes uh, character stuff, so I picked Winnie the Pooh, uh, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It, it kind of trips you out a little bit with some <laughs> of the things you see in there, but it's really cool. And I, I picked it because it is a little kid, but also an adult experience. That's why I like Fantasyland. It's because there's something for everybody. So if you got little kids, there's the Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. There's um, It's a Small World, Peter Pan, Dumbo. and Because the, so, the Dumbo section is actually technically Fantasyland. Even though they call it Storybook Circus, they classify it under Fantasyland. But, so you got the Barnstormer. Um, which is a little roller coaster. There's fun rides. And then you got Mickey's Fill Our Magic, which is one of my favorite things at Disney World, period. I love the show where you go in there, you get to yeah. see the Lion King and Aladdin and the music. That's real neat. The Carousel and the Sea, Mad Tea Party, a bunch of stuff. So I think there's a there's an attraction ride for everybody. I think one of my favorite parts about Fantasyland is when you're back there by the carousel at night, you get the view of the 
back of the castle. Which is good, and that can be a good fireworks spot, too. Yes. People don't realize that. So, And then we have the food there. So we got Cinderella's Table, um, Pinocchio Village. Now, Pinocchio's Village. I actually just found out how much we love Pinocchio's Village. Yeah. Because the food's actually better than I thought it would be. Um, but more importantly, the coolest part about Pinocchio's Village is there are seats where you can look down into It's a Small World. Yeah. And you can see the guests taking off on It's a Small World. That's a really nice experience while you're eating to be able to watch the what ride. What is a food there that's probably your favorite at Pinocchio's? Oof. I know for me it's the tomato soup. I know you're probably thinking tomato soup, I can get that anywhere, but it's probably the best tomato soup that I've ever had. Yeah, you know, I the last time I was there, I had a tuna, like a tuna melt, and I wasn't expecting it to be any good, and it mm. was really delicious, and it was like light, so I didn't eat it and then felt like, oh God, I need to go back to the hotel and take a nap. Like, my, mm-hmm. you know, I felt good. So, and the tomato soap was good. I tasted your soup before. That was delicious. So, they, they, I was impressed with the food. Be our guest. Um, that's a great experience. Um, the food's not bad. Um, I think it's more about experiencing the actual, you know, inside of the castle. I like the experience, but I didn't care for the food. It might have been what I ordered, but yeah. I would go back again and try something else just to yeah. give it a second chance. Yeah, I've been there for breakfast and lunch, and... The breakfast was better than the lunch, I think. But the lunch wasn't horrible. But like I said, it just depends on what you get. So then we got, um, you know, the few snack places that are over there. Uh, and then the shops. So this is where I think Fantasyland lacks. There's not really any shop shops over there. There's, I guess technically, like I said, Dumbo area, the big the circus Storybook Circus is counted mm-hmm. as Fantasyland. So the big top souvenir shop that's in like the tent. Yeah. That's kind of a cool shop. That's they have over like, near Dumbo. Yeah. yeah. They have like the apples and stuff in there and a bunch of the big stuffed animal pillows and all. So that's a cool shop. But other than that, there's not really no anywhere to like shop or browse. But that being said, a lot of the rides, some of the rides do have little gift shops after them. Like one of the poos attached to a gift shop. And there's a few things in there near Phil Magic too. So yeah, stuff like that, but not a lot of gift shops. Now, I want to kind of go back to Main Street real fast because we didn't talk about their food there. I do want to say a place that I really liked was the Crystal Palace. I thought that was really good. I thought that the food was good, the experience was good, uh, and I liked how when you looked out the window, you could see some of the fireworks going on. Yeah, and that goes back to why that's why I think Main Street does have some of the best food because I don't, we, you know, I've ate at a bunch of places. We've ate a bunch of places at Disney World, um, at all the parks and hotels, but that was one of my favorite food too because you did get everything. You got good seating. Mm-hmm. You got a good view. You got characters right at the table, a bunch of them. And they came out quite a bit. Yeah. You know? And then the buffet was very um, diverse. There was a lot of different options. I'm pretty sure everybody could find at least one thing that they enjoyed eating. Yeah. So that's definitely worth it. And it's actually not too bad to get a table there. Um, the reservations aren't impossible to get like Cinderella's Castle, be our guest, because everybody's going for those. Yeah. So you can usually get one of the But just piles. a heads up, I learned this. 
because it is a buffet, you're not allowed to take the food with you. (laughs) (laughs) We did learn that. They have a very strict policy about that. And there's not really any bending the rules around it. (laughs) So, and then, yeah, so, and then Fantasyland, like I said, there's not a whole lot of shops. So that's there. So what did you have after Fantasyland? After Fantasyland, I actually was having a hard time with this because... I, find I think myself, this was my most difficult decision, too, was the second one. I find myself spending a lot of time in Frontierland, so that's why it came in third for me. But although I don't seem to do a whole lot in Frontierland other than the Country Bear Jamboree. So we will agree on this. I also have Frontierland <laughs> as my next one. I think it's just the feel... Yeah. Because it really does feel kind of Western. Mm -hmm. Like you're in the West. And we'll get into everything that's in there, which is not a huge land. But um, I know you're going to agree with me on this. The one shop they got, the Frontier Trading Post. Yes. That shop is awesome. It's a little hole in the wall, but you can mix the assorted candy. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of different pins if you're into the trading pins. Yeah. Because the trading post, a lot of pins. So we spent more time in that shop before than we have in the Emporium up front. Yeah. So I think that's probably the draw there is that it really does feel like you're somewhere else. I do love how... Because we do spend a lot of time just hanging out in the streets over there. <laughs> but I love how the the country bears, the actually, the gang will come out and dance in the street with you. Yes, yeah, so you get like a little show. Yeah. Um, and it's a good spot to watch the parades that come through. Yeah. Because people like line up over there. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot of food. There's Pecos Bills. I know you have mixed <laughs> opinions about this because of mom, but... Um, <laughs> I just... So every time we are over in that area, they always want to eat. My entire family wants to eat there, and I just, I'm not really into <laughs> tacos and all that kind of stuff, but... I, I personally, I've ate, only ate at Pecos Bills once or twice. I liked it. I very I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's very customizable when you get tacos and um, taco salad bowls and whatnot. They have a whole bar up there. Yeah, if you you're wanting to go there and you don't really like the food, but they they have a really nice bar with a bunch of food you can just... Yeah, a bunch of little condiments <laughs> yeah. and extra peppers and pickles and stuff. So that's going to be our food option over there. But past that, there's not a whole lot to eat. Um, and then there's the attractions, of course, which are Splash Mountain. And you know, you're not really into those larger rides, but I love Splash Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Not too bad. I'm not in love with that ride, but it's a ride if you have nothing else to do. And then, of course, Tom Sawyer Island. What Here's the thing. Lately, I can never even find that open. We walk by and everything is, like, closed and shut down. Mm-hmm. So, and then, of course, the all-time family favorite of the Country Bear Jamboree, which, ugh, look, yeah. there's just something about the original bear singing that you can't replace, all right? I think there was a time we went and we saw that show probably five or six times in a I, row. I would be very heartbroken if that ever ended. Yeah. Um, I'm very into... Um, the old animatronics. So those are cool. So that's where I had that one. Oh, and just to back up for one more second, also in the Fantasyland, which I didn't get to touch on, they do have a good amount of meet and greets. Yeah. They have the Princess Fairy Tale Hall, mm-hmm. which is right next to Philar Magic, where you can meet two, three, four princesses at once. Um, they have Belle that you can meet by the castle. They have Ariel right next to um over there by the Under the Sea ride. So there's a quite a bit of meet and greets over yeah. Fantasyland. So that's cool if you like to meet characters. So that's another reason why I put it as number one because you yeah. can meet a lot of people. There's um the only meet and greets they have over in Frontierland, of course, would be like you said the country bears that come through dancing in the streets, which yeah. is cool and neat. And you get to participate, so that's fun. 
after that, what did you have? What was your next one? Uh, number four, I feel like a lot of people are going to be disappointed with this. They probably wanted me to put Tomorrowland, but I put Adventureland. Because, for a couple of reasons, they have the Jungle Cruise, which I just recently loved. Because I just recently went out for the first time, last Disney trip. Was that, the, then, was that the Christmas one, too? The holiday? Yes. Yeah, it was that, at the Jingle Cruise. The Jingle Cruise. Not the, yeah, the Jingle Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And um, so I, I like that. And then they have the Enchanted Tiki Room, which has become one of my favorites there. Um, and then I put, obviously, one of my favorites is the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. So there's three things there that I really love. And then something that I have always wanted to see but for some reason we always end up leaving before I get a chance to do it is I want to see the Swiss Family Treehouse. I hear it's pretty cool. Um, so that's my reasons of why I put Adventureland before Tomorrowland. So I have Adventureland behind Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. I could have went either way. I'll get into the one reason why I have Adventureland. I mean Tomorrowland in front of Adventureland. But to touch on what you were saying, yeah, uh, the magic carpet's cool. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Back to animatronics. All about the animatronics. I love that tiki room. That's awesome. People forget about it sometimes. Especially a good place if you get caught in the rain or something. You should just check it out. It's pretty neat. I love it. Um, And then the Swiss Family Treehouse, which you do need to go through because that is a really cool treehouse to walk through. It's a little bit of work now. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Some some narrow stairs involved in it. Um, But it's fun to check out. Along with that, there's some good food options, and here's where we get to the famous Disney treat, the Dole Whip, over Uh, Aloha Isle over there, and the Sunshine Tree Terrace. That is where you can get these pineapple Dole Whips and these orange sickles that everybody talks about that are delicious. Mm -hmm. So there's good snacks over there. And then they have uh, Pirates of the Caribbean over there also. Right. the main... One of their main things they have over there. Yeah, the Tortuga Tavern and the gift shop over there. Um, And the Skipper Canteen, which is a restaurant I've never ate at. I had reservations once, had to cancel, so I can't really comment on how good that food is. But nonetheless, um, there is an actual full sit-down restaurant. So it's quite a bit. I like it. I just have it right behind Tomorrowland. So before you tell me why you have Tomorrowland when you have it, I'll tell you why I have it, where I had it ahead of that one. I love the old school Disney attractions. So, when it comes to Tomorrowland, yeah, you think Space Mountain, and Space Mountain is a huge ride, it's fun, and that's one of the reasons why it's where I put it where I put it, but the Carousel Progress. Yeah. I love that ride. I love that one. That's what's having that's, a hard yeah. time. So, that's an old school Disney created. It was the World's Fair at Disney when Walt Disney himself had it, and it's a, it's a cool, cool attraction. And then there's the People Mover, which is another cool attraction. Um, just make sure you try to get the seats that are facing forward and not backwards because you miss a lot of the experience if your back's to the whole ride. Yeah. Um, it's kind of freaky, too, because yeah. you're going into this black hole at Dark some point. Yes, but the people mover, too. So because I love those so much, I did put it above Adventureland. Um, and then, of course, there's the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Yeah, totally that's fun. one of my favorites. Love that. That's an awesome experience. Tomorrowland Speedway. I rode that for the first time recently. It was a little better than I thought. The only reason I don't ride it is it's usually not worth the wait that it takes to get on it because yeah. there's usually a long line. And I managed to go during the Christmas party, so there wasn't a whole lot of people on it. So it was neat. Um, and then the Astro Orbiter, look, if people like it, they can ride it. I've rode that twice, and I don't think I need to ride it anymore. 
when you go way up in the air and it just spins you as fast as it can. Yeah. I think I'm over that no. one. And then the Space Ranger spin. Space Ranger spin's okay, but if you've been to Hollywood Studios and you've rode Toy Story Mania, where you get to shoot the targets, yeah. and then you ride the Space Ranger spin, you're just kind of like, oh. Yeah. It's not really not, what I expected. Yeah, I imagine pretty soon they're going to be doing something different with yeah, that. Yeah, they'll probably phase that Especially out. Especially now they got Toy Story Land. But the final straw that pushed this ahead of Land was Cosmic Rays. Look. Oh. Anytime you yeah. can go see, look, seven days a week, Sunny Eclipse is performing. His 11 hits. He has 11 of them. <laughs> all right? And he's a one-man show, all right? So if you're looking for some good show and food... We definitely end up seeing him every time we go. I, I gotta pop... I at least gotta peep my head in there. Uh, during the Christmas party, Mickey's Christmas party, uh, we actually stopped in there. I don't know if you were with me, but we stopped in there, and they were having a party in there <laughs> with him, and they were jumping up and down, and the DJ was actually in there... Spinning Spinning, the hit. and it was just... It was crazy in there because you you have people eating over at the table, but then you got all these people jumping up at the front like they're at a concert. Bubbles and polar bears and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was definitely a fun experience. So there. the the Cosmic Ray food and the, the food's not bad at Cosmic Rays. It's no. really not. And there's and it's one of those places that has a good bit of different options. You're not like like you said like you don't like Pecos because a lot of times you just might not be in the mood for Mexican. So if you're looking for something that gives you a little more variety, there's a lot of variety: burgers, sandwiches, nuggets, all that kind of stuff. So, that's why I had to put it above the uh, Adventureland. Just those those things together. But I do like the so the overall theming. I like the old school Adventureland better than the Tomorrowland. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I think the the reason why I put it last as far as the lands come is just because there's not really a lot of rides over there that I personally ride. Just because. The kind of rides that I do are a little bit more slower pace. Yeah. I mean, the, the Carousel of Progress is slower, so I do like that one. Um, so I I think the reason why it was hard for me, though, is because I do love going through Tomorrowland at night. And it is. And that is, that is, and those kind of things, you know, we're just, we're ranking them as we are right now, but start, certain things do change, you know, where you put it. And Tomorrowland, I would say, is probably the coolest of the lands at night. Yeah. Other than Main Street. Well, Main Street's lit up and it's beautiful at night going to the castle. That's great. But as far as the lands go and like the look that it gets, when you walk into Tomorrowland at night, it looks really cool. Yeah. I just, I love walking through there and seeing everything lit up, neon lights, and it just looks really cool. And it definitely, I always, usually try to save it for nighttime to go through there. So I bypass it during the day. I go through there at night. And, well, the good thing about that is, is usually, you know, in the park, Fantasyland is the busiest because it has the most stuff. So there's a win-win. You go there. You go to Fantasyland in the morning when it's a little less busy. And then when everybody's cramming down the middle of Fantasyland in the afternoon when it starts to get dark, go to Tomorrowland. Yeah. So. And uh, I, I put for my two favorite things about Tomorrowland is the Monster's Laugh Floor and... Cosmic rays, obviously. Uh, of course, cosmic rays. That's my two favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like Tomorrowland. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, and the laugh floor is cool. It's definitely if you haven't done the laugh floor, you got to check it out. When you're waiting in line, you get to submit jokes. Sometimes they'll read them. Sometimes you get to be me and you get picked out the audience and they repeatedly put the camera on you. Now, if you're gonna go to the laugh floor, which every time we go, I don't think about it very much, but. If you're going to go, you got to get to the front of the line. That way, 
you can get in front of one of the cameras so they'll yes. pick you because only certain seatings has the camera in front yes, of you. Yes, when you notice, um, when you walk in there, you'll notice there's a few aisles that are slightly different than the other where you sit where they have these almost like light ball cameras that are coming off the back of the seats. And those are actually the sections that they're going to talk to and interview and ask to participate more than the other ones. Yeah. So if you want to be a part of the show, look for those. And then the last tip would be also, a lot of times you can get to the extra magic hours at Magic Kingdom, and it'll be up until midnight or 1. The laugh floor will still close at like 10 a lot of times. Yeah, they close pretty early. Yeah, so if you want to do it, try to make sure you get over there before 10 o'clock at night because it does seem to shut down. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to the last stop, and I guess we both agree that <laughs> Liberty Square. Look, I have nothing against Liberty Square. There's just There's not, just much going not on. a lot over there. The, about the only thing personally that I like about Liberty Square is... The restaurant that they have over there, um, I can't remember the name. It Isn't it has, Columbia Harbor House? I believe that's it. The seafood? Yes, yes. that's it. And uh, I like it because I just recently found out they have amazing <laughs> chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and, th- and this is true. So, one, two of my favorite reasons. So, I do like the ride Haunted Mansion. It's a classic Disney ride. Fun ride. The only ride they have over there, really. So it stays busy. Um, the uh, liber- the riverboat always seems to be shut down. I- I've been there f- six times last year, and I never saw it operating once. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. I have to look into it. But um, the two things that I love about it are the Columbia Harbor House. That has to be one of my favorite places to eat in all of Disney because yeah. the food's really good, and they have a lot of seafood options. And now we just learned, and I did taste the chicken pot pie. That chicken pot pie was delicious. <laughs> so. Columbia Harbor House, and I do love, regardless of the time of the year, the ye old Christmas shop, oh, where yeah. they have the little ornaments yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, over there. Um, and then they do have they have restaurants. Liberty Tree Tavern supposed to be good. I've never ate there. Diamond Horseshoes, a buffet that looks good. I'm, I haven't tried that yet. Um, and there is I don't even know if you know this, but Sleepy Hollow is a little dessert shack. So if you remember, if you're walking toward the back of the castle. Right there on the left, if you're facing the back of the castle, there's a little corner place that people are always getting food from. And the line is always out the door. It's Sleepy Hollow-like treat shop. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be delicious. I've never ate there, but that's over there as well. Um, But yeah, there's just not a whole lot there. There's just, I mean, now the good part about it is it leads into Frontierland. (laughs) I mean, I would be disappointed if they took it away because it's... It looks really nice. Yeah, it, it's it's a pretty area, but it's very like mild. There's not a whole lot going yeah. on over there. So, but once again, Columbia Harbor House, love that place. Delicious. Yeah, food. it was really good. Well, that is all the ones that we had in order. Yeah. Um, you have anything else to add? To any of those? Uh, no. I just wish that. I had more to say about Tomorrowland because I feel like I didn't do it justice. <laughs> but I mean, it, it is a nice place. I just. Can't bring well, myself to put it higher on my list. Well, no, and you're right. It, it is. There's a big difference in Tomorrowland at noon and Tomorrowland at nine yeah. at night. So you're right. It's two different experiences, and people will tell that if they check it out at both times, you can see. Um, but I mean, I did go into quite a bit of how much I liked it. So, and they have that little gift shop over there in Tomorrowland. I'm like, I've ever bought anything out of there, but it's hard to shop at some of these gift shops when they got the big emporium. Yeah. Up front, so. Well, that's the list of how we have them ranked. So it is time for this episode's snack credit. And I'm going to let my guest, Brooke, tell me what her snack credit of choice is today. 
Now, just an overall... Are we talking about an overall snack of Magic Kingdom or just at Disney in general? At Disney in general. And for the listeners, again, I explained this, you know, the very first time we talked about it. But we call it snack credit because of the dining plan, as you know. Um, You get snack credits. And you can go redeem them for a snack anywhere around the park. So anything that can be classified as a snack credit is what we want to talk about. Okay, well... It was a toss-up for me between the two, so I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna say what the other one was. I'll save that for another time, but I'll tell you that which one I picked was the, it's called a peanut butter buster, and it's a drink, and it's actually like the consistency of like a smoothie, and it's got protein in it, and it's peanut butter, and you can get this at a lot of the resorts. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. The, the, um. And this is. And there are some resorts that have it, and some don't. Yeah. yeah. I we did notice that. Um. But the art of animation. Yeah. Is that where you got it? I think that they have it at the art of animation in some of the value. Yeah. Uh, they. Resorts. I think they also had it. Uh, I could be wrong, but I believe they had it when I stayed at um. The yacht club over there, but I'm not sure. But the reason why I put it so high on the list as number one is because there's a lot of people like myself that get up in the morning and they're wanting to go to the park, but they don't want to load their stomach up with a ton of food. And so they opt out for the breakfast. They don't do the breakfast at all. And I'm one of those people. So I just grab one of those drinks and it fills me up and it gives me a protein. It kind of gives me a boost and it makes me feel full so i like that and it's considered a snack and it's and that, good and, that, and that's a, that's a, that's a nice little trick there because now you just saved one of your meals because you used a snack for your breakfast yeah and you're full and you saved a whole meal so you can use that somewhere down the line whenever you want you could break it up into multiple snacks mm-hmm. so i haven't personally had it yet it sounds delicious but you're right there are some times where i've ate food that i should not have ate before i decided to walk around for 14 miles for the day. i would just rather <laughs> take something light in the morning and then once you're at the park or you come back to the room and eat lunch but usually you just grab something there for lunch and then I feel a lot better. I can't do the heavy meal thing in the morning. But. And a lot of people miss that because if you didn't know, if you don't really look, you might not catch they have it because it's not really in their big, you know, food section area, like right in front of you. It's kind of off to the side. Yeah. So if you, if you don't see it initially, wherever you're at, whatever place you may be staying, look around or even ask because they might have it. It's usually over where they have, they serve the gelato and things like that, the ice, the ice Mickey ice creams and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, well, that was your snack credit. Well, that wraps up episode number three. We thank y'all for joining us and my guest, Brooke, who will be on more often than not. Yeah, I had fun. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll catch y'all next episode. <laughs>